Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman, the podcast dedicated to helping you build the business of your dreams and live the life you always hoped for, with valuable and fun tips and info to make your life easier and more fun. And now, here's your host, a man who sprinkles metal shavings on his breakfast cereal just for fun, Jason Silverman. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. I'm your host, Jason Silverman, and I'm thrilled to share some time with you once again today. As you know, I am always, always on the hunt for interesting as well as super smart Real Deal guests, and i got to tell you, today's show is a winner. I want to introduce my listeners to somebody who's truly been there and done that, and I can't wait to pick her brain for your benefit today. Now, for the folks who I work with in any of my coaching programs, my mastermind group, or through Powerful Words Character Development or All-Star Cheer Sites, you know how much I focus on the importance of being able to attract, keep, and most importantly, work with the very best employees, right? Well, the show is going to help us do just that. So, today it's going to be my honor and privilege to share an amazing resource with you. You're going to love today's guest. She's got a ton of valuable info and a great way to deliver it. So, I want you to strap yourself in. Today's show is going to be a blast. As I'm sure you already know, I'm committed to helping business owners just like you to become more successful, enjoy your career more, and in general, make your life significantly more fun. Because as you know, we only get one ride around this merry-go-round, and we want to make sure it is one hell of a ride. Alrighty, boys and girls, it is now that time. I want you to stop surfing Facebook, put away your phone, your tablet, your dog, your cat, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your spouse, your child, anything that might possibly distract you from today's show. You're about to get some great and immediately into implementable information, and I don't want you to miss even a second of it. So, before we officially get going, I want to give you a little bit of background about our guest today. Lee Carraher is the author of Millennials and Management, The Essential Guide to Making It Work at Work. She's an entrepreneur and CEO with over 20 years' experience building great, high-producing, intergenerational work teams that get a lot done well and have fun at the same time. An acclaimed communication strategist known for her practical solutions to big problems, Lee founded Double Forte in 2002 to work with good people doing great work for good companies. Her clients span well-loved brands and hot technology startups in the San Francisco Bay Area, Boston, New York, and Europe. Lee is most certainly the real deal. Lee, welcome to The Real Deal. I'm thrilled to have you today. It is so great to be here, Jason. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Hey, listen, before we get started, for those who haven't had the opportunity to meet you or read your book yet, which uh, you absolutely should, um, tell me, what are you passionate about? What makes you tick? Who is Lee Carraher? Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I have actually done a lot of work on this because I think, you know, as business owners, you always have to be looking at yourself, you know, to make sure you're aligned with your own self, right? And uh, my whole gig is helping people get where they want to go in life. And my business, which is a public relations and social media firm, is all about that, helping clients get what they want, where they want to go. And then my personal business, which is where the book came out of, it's all about that. How can we be the best leaders, business owners, um, people in our lives? How can we achieve what we want to achieve? So that's what I'm, that's what I'm all about. I love it. I love it. You know, the topic that we're going to talk about today is something that is uh, near and dear to my heart, probably because I, I get this question about 10 to 300 times per day from my clients. <laughs> um, you know, I, and I, I want to jump into it because I'm going to need some of this intel for myself. So first off, how do you define and what are the characteristics of a millennial? Got it. 
So first, the millennial is really just an age, right? It's defined by the census, um, the United States government, and it's um, an age. So it's people who were born between 1980 and the year 2000. So this year, 2015, they're between 15 years old and 35 years old. Um, so a lot of millennials say, I'm not a millennial. Don't call me a millennial. That's just terrible. Um, and in the end, it's really just an age. So you can call yourself Gen Y or you can call yourself millennial. But, you know, just like I'm a boomer, I'm a last year boomer, I can't get out of the fact that I'm a boomer. That was when I was born. You know, other than that. <laughs> Understood. Understood. Okay, so that, that actually makes sense. Talk to me about the characteristics, though. Yeah. Well, I think millennials get a really bad rap. Um, you know, <laughs> you, if you Googled it today, you'd find over 2 million negative entries about working with millennials. Um, 2 million negative entries. And, you know, the positive entries are far and few between. And really, what um, the characteristics that they get um, pinged with are sort of these... Um, one, that they're entitled. Two, that they expect rewards and trophies for showing up to work. Three, that they're job hoppers. Four, that they can't get anything done. Um, you know, those kinds of negative things, right? And um, I definitely subscribe to those um, when I figured out what a millennial was. <laughs> I actually didn't know what it was until I was having a problem at work. I'd be like, started Googling it. I'm like, oh, it's a millennial. Who knew? Um, and the problem with those those negative um, stereotypes is that they really brand an entire generation in negativity. And there's just no possible way that any million people are, are those things altogether, right? It's just, you know, statistically impossible. Right. So... Um, in my own work, when I was trying to figure out how to work with millennials, um, I sort of took these, you know, these six or seven or eight, you know, different stereotypes, and I really wanted to test, you know, throw them against the wall and see if they stuck or not, um, because you know, a business without a millennial is a business without a future, right? And if you don't want your business to die with you, you sort of have to, you know, have people behind you who are going to take it over or, you know, keep it relevant. Um, and I just can't wake up every day and go to work with people I'm just, you know, upset to be with, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, because I would just, you know, oh, my God. I mean, it's already hard enough to be an entrepreneur, to be a business owner. But if you're dreading the people you work with, you know, that just puts a whole other set of ton of bricks on your shoulders that you just don't need. Um, and my whole um, my whole quest was to really understand the, why these why these stereotypes were popping up, and were they deserved or not, and um, to understand them more, so then we could you know turn it around, and make it more positive. So that's uh, that's sort of my was my purpose in writing my book um, was to find the positive in the generation because there has to be there has to be one right. Just like people come, if you're a Gen Xer, um, which are 36 to 50 years old this year, you know if you ask the Gen Xer who's more entitled, a boomer who's 51 to 68, or a millennial, most of them would say boomers. So, you know, we've got to put it all in perspective. That makes sense. Do me a favor. Talk about your struggle with hiring of millennials, though. Oh, my goodness. Well, actually, it's not hard to hire them. It's hard <laughs> to keep them, right? So um, I'll tell you when. So when I started my company in 2002, I only hired people with 10 years of experience. Um, 
and it was really easy to do in San Francisco. You couldn't swing a dead cat without hitting 10 or 15 people who had at least 10 years of experience in that, you know, after the dot-com bubble burst here in the Bay Area. Um, and then in 2008, uh, when the market imploded again, you know, right, um, it's always a good thing. You always have to look at your business model when the market changes. Is your business model still relevant? Because, you know, the economy doesn't return in the way that, you know, it doesn't recover to the place it was ever. It's never recovered to the place it was in the same conditions. So when in 2008 I looked at my business model and I realized I was sort of, I was going to run out of people to hire at the lower end of our range because no one in the San Francisco area got hired between 2000 and 2004. Um, basically, and so we one of those two, you know those people with ten, th- ten years of experience. We we're going to run out of them, um, and also they were expensive. I was like, I was paying them a lot of money because uh, they had all this experience. So we changed our business model to hire um, newly minted college graduates, um, and I didn't really think of any anything of it. We had to put some extra training in things we hadn't had to have before, but I really thought nothing of it. Um, until we hired our first one, and her first day, I came in a little late that day. I was a meeting, um, I came in the office, and there was a dog. I was like, "What's this dog doing here?" And not only was there a dog, but there was a water dispenser and a kibble dispenser in the biggest dog bed you've ever seen. And this, I said, "What's what's the dog?" Well, Lee, it's a service dog. That is a chihuahua. That is not a service dog. And um, the dog <laughs> truly was a service dog, uh, legally a service dog, had a, had the red vest, had all the paperwork. Um, and I said, did she even tell us she was bringing a dog? No. Did she ask if she could bring the dog? No. Is anybody allergic to dogs? <laughs> you probably should know that, right? Um, and you can't ask a service dog to leave. Uh, it's against the law. Um, so I sort of was like, oh my gosh, what the heck just happened? Like, why wouldn't you ask, right? So I called a friend of mine who also runs an agency in town, and I said, this just happened. Like, what? And she, he was, oh my gosh, Lee, you are in for it. These millennials, they're just terrible. And I was like, what's a millennial? I so didn't know. Um, and uh, the next thing that happened, I had nine service dogs within about like a month and a half because she ran the side business getting all these service dogs servicized for, you know, for my employees. Um, but it became very clear because she is fantastic, great ideas. I didn't know what to do with all of her ideas. I had no clue what to do with all of her great ideas. Now I know what to do with them, but I didn't. I'm like, oh my, here's another idea, here's another idea, here's another idea. How about this? How about that? How about this? I'm like, oh my gosh, here, here's my chair, please take it. Um, and... Um, then it was, it didn't really occur to me that anything was funky, so maybe she was just a little different. Well, then about, it took a while for our business to recover after 2008. Um, so she was first, and then about eight or nine months later, I hired six millennials within about two months of each other, and six of them failed. All six failed, 100% failure uh, within three months. And I had never had 100% failure in my career in recruiting ever. In my previous job, I'd been known for recruiting really, really well. I had 700 people on my team. No one ever left. I mean, I was known for this. So to have six people fail within three months um, 
was really shocking to me. I mean, one person could be that person's fault, but six could not. That had to be systemic to our business, to the way we were doing it. Um, and it is true, they did not measure up to, to our expectations at all. Um, at the same time, we did not. When we look, when they peeled the onion, onion on it, we totally said not to fail uh, based on their own experiences. So it's easy to find millennials. It's hard to keep them <laughs> because you, uh, those of us who are a little older or who have businesses and have responsibilities that um, are pretty heavy and, you know, bringing home the bacon, uh, we may not be as transparent in sharing of the information that this generation really demands um, in order for them to buy into your business. So um, it's sort of to keep them in, to get them invested in your business and their business, you know, takes a whole different set of expectations and a whole different set of um, processes than the ones that you and I grew up with. No doubt. Would you say that there's actually a secret to working with a different generation? I mean, I, I, I have my own uh, hypothesis on this, but uh, <laughs> if so, what is it for working with uh, millennials? Well, I think good management is good management, right? Um, and when I talk to people who, you know, like, what's the secret? The secret is to be transparent. Well, Lee, that's just good management. Like, exactly. Um, anything you do that keeps a millennial in the office or in your business will also keep a Gen Xer and a boomer in your business. The reverse is not necessarily true. Boomers and Xers will stick around um, with uh, different sort of different management styles, where millennials will not. But if you can keep millennials, you make it better for everybody, and everybody sticks. Um, and I think that those those things that are really important are one context why you know used to be um, do it because I said so that does not work with this group <laughs> so, you know the first way to get someone out the door is to say do it because I said so truly um, the next thing you know so the context why is this important why is this part of my job all that kind of stuff so that they can understand that even though they may be pushed to the room that it is as vital to the business as someone who's running payroll Right? Why is that so important? Um, and then the next piece is understanding the roles. So I have a role, you have a role. We're each dependent on each other. Um, a lot of the time, I think millennials get dinged for being a me generation. Um, and that is really not my experience at all. When I dug into it, I really feel like millennials are more of a we generation. And what that means in practically is, we're going to work together. We're all working on a team. I have a role. You have a role. If one of the roles doesn't happen, the other one fails. And the fastest way to get an eye roll from a millennial is to say, you know, you didn't do a good job. You didn't live up to your potential. Well, that person could care less what I think about their potential. But if I say, you didn't do a good job, you let the team down, and now we're not, to collectively, we're not going to achieve our goal, that is a you know, you get that person with the blubbering lip, you know, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry, I'll make it up to you. And if you can, you can make, make people understand their impact on each other, then, um, in general, this, this cohort really responds well to that. But it requires a lot of, you know, it requires a lot of knowledge and, and understanding of each per person's role and how they impact each other. That makes a lot of sense. That's, that's actually fabulous. Folks, it is time for our resource of the week. So, Lee, let me ask you this. How can our listeners find out more about you and how you help entrepreneurs to succeed? 
Um, you can go to my website, um, www.leecareher.com. And if you go to leecareher.com forward slash the real deal, I will have some resources for you um, based on our conversation today that you can download and take into your business. Fabulous. So, guys, that's www.leecareher.com slash the real deal. Uh, I highly encourage you to do it. Now, also, where 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 can they grab a hold of your book? So my book is available on Amazon. It's in stores. It's in Barnes and Noble. Um, you can get it online or in stores all, all around the country. Fabulous, folks. As you know, I believe that you should be eating as many books as humanly possible, uh, feeding your brain and getting yourself out there. All right, Lee. One uh, one one final question for you uh, that I love to end my podcast with is. If you could give business owners just one solid piece of advice to either help their business or, more importantly, to help them live a better life, what would that piece of advice be? I think that the biggest um, important thing to live a life that has a business in it is to get really clear about what, what conditions you'll work in and, more importantly, what conditions you won't. Um, because if you undervalue yourself by working in, in conditions that you you know you don't think are um, honoring your don't deserve your respect, then it just becomes a grudge. But if you can line up your business to, around those things that you value the most, um, then even if it's a tough day, it's a good day. Wow, I love that. I love that on every on Thank every you. level. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, this, this, this has been spectacular. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. I know how busy your schedule is, and I appreciate you taking the time to share some of your wisdom and experience with us. It has been such a pleasure, Jason. I appreciate you inviting me. Absolutely. Folks, that is all the time we've got today. Thanks so much for tuning into The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. For more info about private coaching or to see if you benefit from one of our mastermind groups, visit me over at www.jasonmsilverman.com. I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve. Until next time, let me leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. Set a goal, make a plan, work like hell towards it, and achieve the success that's waiting for you. Now's the time. Get out there and make it happen. Go get them. This has been Jason Silverman, and I hope you have a spectacular week. You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason, please visit jasonmsilverman.com.